My God, da. Dustin, are we rolling? Da, yes, we Jesus are. Jesus Christ. That's Bruce's. Yeah, Bruce bought a yellow VMAX, a mm-hmm. screaming yellow zonker, that has everything except second gear. Yep, yep. Right, because most, most, most VMAXs didn't really... Just rev first high and shift a third. That's what we were joking. We were like, yeah, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with this bike. Just rev I first high and shift I think that's his plan for half the summer, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I told him, don't right. tear it apart yet. Ride right, it all summer not. long. Ride it all summer long. Why would you tear apart a perfectly good running motorcycle just because it's missing one of its many gears? That would, that would, by definition, not be a perfectly good running motorcycle. That's an almost perfectly good running Well, motorcycle. but the motorcycle has enough motor to make up for its shortcomings in the gear that's department. True. Well, running I mean, is different than going. That bike could do just fine. <laughs> if that bike only had first gear and fourth gear... That would be adequate. <clears throat> I mean, you could you could enjoy that bike for the rest of your so life. Should have come with the factory. You could live with just the That's beautiful really bike. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, well, it's it's definitely a VMAX. So, everybody, <laughs> welcome to the uh, welcome to Cleveland Moto Podcast. Uh, we are completely unscripted. We're uncensored. We're unedited, and because of all those things, we're also unsponsored. Stick around long enough. We'll be, uh, stick around long enough, we'll be undressed. Right. And I assure you, it doesn't get any better than this. The amount of brown liquor on the table might guarantee that. Right. We have many brown beverages tonight. They were sponsored by Doers. Well, inadvertently sponsored because Jesse Noblet brought us a bottle of Doers Blended Scotch Whiskey White Label Scratch Cask. True Scotch. We can get free Thank booze, you, but not sponsorships. What the hell? Well, we need to. I'm, I need to put. I need to put more than seven minutes of energy into getting us a sponsor. Why not? You know, realistically though, every maybe time I'll, we get maybe I'll take that test. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then we got some Knob Creek hundred proof small, small batch, batch nine years. Yeah, and then uh, we got some non-alcoholic uh, Bundaberg ginger beers, which are delicious. They're so good. All kinds of fun stuff on the table tonight. And we got uh, the Pepsi. little PBR. <laughs> I saw there was a Jenny Cream Ale. Yingling. There's a wild. Oh, really? The wild blue, the wild blue lager. <laughs> so uh, we got uh, Johnny Chrome. Hello, all. Steve Hoffert. Hi. Cameron's back from the Camden Pub. The Camden Hi. Pub. Talk. Camden <laughs> Pub. You're, you're pubbed here, buddy. We'll it's have another, Cam- sir. Camden and Tub. Close enough. Thank you. I'm gonna have more See, whiskey. You guys uh, should do a podcast where we all get hammered Scotch, and just call Scotch, it Camden Scotch, Pub. Scotch. Uh, our most popular episode is the one of the first episodes with our now third co-host, uh, Jason Connor, where he gets really drunk and talks about how building his uh, Eleanor replica is almost destroying his marriage. Hmm. Of course. It is. Wow. That's got more downloads than like any other episode. Eleanor replica. You gotta have priorities. John Mecklefresh is here. Yeah, you can right. always get wearing his duty pants. <laughs> <laughs> Looking very much like I just got my done with my job be policing things. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dustin's here after. Uh, I'm also wearing my duty. pants. Wearing the duty pants. My Cleveland Moto duty pants. Because they have pants. duty on them. <laughs> I really have duty on No, you, you <laughs> seriously, some people are like, oh, yeah, I shovel shit all day today. Hofford has shoveled shit all day today. <laughs> a room full of A them. room full of shit. A large room, not a normal-sized room. A stadium full of shit today. Congratulations. And this is the plant manager, nonetheless. Well, of course. I love the job. I love the job. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it's all you can eat. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 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 awful. Uh, and the, well, the scotch is good. And thank well, the you scotch very is much. good. Thank you very much for the scotch. Jesse brought us some good scotch. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. The uh, the totally inconsequential weather report because there's nothing worse than a weather report on a podcast that drops a week after it happened. But we just want you to understand our friends in Santa Cruz. If you're lucky. Our friends in Santa Cruz always say, in sunny Santa Cruz. And to that I say, fuck you, because we have had our 13th month of winter. This is a Game of Thrones level of winter we're having here. It's 
48 degrees today, raining for most of the day. The rest of the day was like kind of a Pantone 728 gray. Really not fucking cool at all. We're, ju- we're just south of the wall. It, was like it is. But it was like nano rain. It was like a cloud you were yeah. driving through, yeah. and it was unbelievably it, cold. It was just like, mm-hmm. it was like every family trip I ever took to Niagara Falls, where it's just moist, wet, damp, and the wrong temperature. But it's been that way for a very long time. Second day in the row, we didn't push bikes out. Yeah, two day, our rule is if it's raining outside, <clears throat> you don't want to get the customer's bikes wet for no damn good reason. So we just won't push them out. I mean, it's costing us sales because people aren't driving by going, oh, look at all the fun motorcycles. We need to go in there. But realistically, every time I make eye contact with anybody today, they all look like they're in the fourth year of a three-year practical joke. I mean, everybody's just kind of like, fuck this. This is stupid. I'm sick of it. Next Uh, week's going to be the same thing. The weather report looks like shit for next week. So So if you like a high of 50 and a low of 38 with rain in the middle, then welcome to Cleveland, I guess, this year. We had like three days where it was like in like the seventies, and yeah. like by like day two, like mid, yeah. like I was starting to get used to it. I'm like, I'm going outside naked. Oh my god, I was having some fun. I was getting some rides in, trying to, <clears throat> trying to put off my actual responsibilities to get a little ride here and there. And next thing you know, it was over. I took my MSF course this weekend, and the first day was it was miserable. Miserable Saturday, and then Sunday was wonderful. Okay. All right. Sunday was really great. Sunday was like warm enough where I'm like, now I understand why people don't like air cooled bikes sometimes. Yes. Oh yeah, with like flying colors. Had fun. I had a lot of fun. Good. I can tell you when I saw you on Saturday and you were wearing that um, that Roland Sands tribute jacket that looked like it had zero layers of insulation. No. And yeah. you bought a scarf because your face was blue. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I thought, I thought, man, it is not a good day to be on the training field. <laughs> I was, uh, I was. I was just looking for an excuse to buy that scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Dad, will you buy me a scarf so I can drive your scooter home? No, I, even that. No, I bought the scarf. Oh, really? Like, yeah, oh. I can, bought I, the scarf. can I buy the scarf so I can get the motorcycle to match it? Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I buy some Moto Guzzi scarf. Because once you buy the fucking Moto Guzzi scarf, ask anybody who's ever owned a Harley-Davidson t-shirt. The marketing status is it's a very short trip between the t-shirt and the motorcycle. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's the American dream. I've been working really, really hard on my credit, getting rid of the. Uh, what did I text you the other day? I've been really working really hard for the past year and a half to get you know rid of like the medical debt and the uh, student loan debt, so I can get my credit back up, so I can go into more debt and ruin it again. No, it's yeah, sure. remember you're not a good consumer unless you're teetering on the edge of we're not we're gonna cut you off because they want you to keep they want you to keep hitting that vein. Oh, they don't want you to be dead. You know, guy I work with uh, bought. You know, an ex foreclosure home in like yeah. a really nice neighborhood oh. where everybody's just trying so hard to keep up appearances. And he yeah. says he got one of the previous he got the previous owner's uh, gymnastics bill for their kids, probably. Oh god, it's like four hundred dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does gymnastics cost? Four hundred dollars a month, and why did you open their mail? <laughs> Private oh trainers. How? Why did you open yeah. their mail? I opened their mail because it came to my, my house. <laughs> Welcome to suburbia. My, uh, what was the TV commercial sure, that I'm pretty sure my neighbors are drug dealers, so I'm I got their mail. And I waited three days so I could find a day when the father and son weren't arguing so I could very calmly walk the mail over and go, hi, I think we have a new mailman. I I really don't, I I have zero desire whatsoever. It's taken me a long time to get my credit unfucked. And now that my credit is unfucked, I'm super duper crazy careful with it. And like we pay the bills every month, so there's zero credit card balance. There's you know we don't carry, I don't pay interest on anything. I look at interest as like theft, 
because nobody's allowed to take 12% no, that's of my taxes. shit. <laughs> no, exactly. And it's bad enough that they're already stealing everything from me anyway, every time I turn around, but then to take 12% for the privilege of using their money for 32 days instead of 28 days, fuck that. God damn it. I, I felt, felt more important. I, I felt that way yeah. until, you know, BMW M62 timing chain guides on my girlfriend's mm. car, and then just the Knob Creek. My Credit. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then Credit cards are important. <laughs> and then now he problems. sees shiny. See, shiny. see what I did was. <laughs> About 13 years ago, I married a, a banker. Right, exactly. <laughs> and my credit went, I was, I was a business owner back then, and my credit was just shit from actually owning multiple businesses. And, uh, well, being married to her for 13 years, I could fucking finance anything. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anything. Yeah. But you know, you yeah. know what I have my to say, My wife though? is definitely the best thing that happened to my credit score. Hey, you know, there you I go. Yeah. I owe her all that. You can't, you can't drive a credit score. Or no, you can't. Or yeah, polish it. The opposite. Or stare at it and remember that it's in the garage waiting for a nice day that we're never that's, going to get because we live in Northeast Ohio. That's true, but if I really wanted to, I could probably go out and buy almost any car or motorcycle I wanted to. Oh, no. I was yeah. Yeah. Or house. Or I have impeccable else. credit. I'm There's already no qualified. Doubt. I could buy anything on this right. in this showroom. Man, and I just I just enjoy knowing that I could. I, I like Same here. With, I'm happy with that. Well, and that's why good credit exists is so that you can make important, important decisions and deal with emergencies like owning shitty 80s vehicles because like that if you've made a decision in life to own questionable 80s or 70s material it's going to fucking cost you money fuck and 90s in my case in 90s exactly yeah, yeah. yeah just because it's old don't well, it's, mean it's good I'm that's one of sure. those millennials yeah. well, I was going to say that's the age difference it's that's like ni- your, your 90s is our 80s right? well no I love 80s cars and right. I got all of them and I owned most of the ones I wanted to own and still own some of them while they were cheap, and worth? now they're getting expensive. There's any 80s cars worth owning? Nope, mine. I bought I bought an 84 Porsche 911 for seventeen thousand dollars, and 18 months later, I went to refinance it because it was worth three times what I paid yeah, for it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Cha-ching. Yeah, there you go. And the guy I work with bought one for nine grand and sold it for eleven grand. Yeah, but he got out too early. Months. He got it way too. He early. He got out way too early. And yeah. uh, now he's got an E46 BMW M3, which is like an early. It's when the dot com boom happened. Mm-hmm. Everybody who had a dot com company that was worth right. money bought one of those. Yeah, and now they are just. They're fantastic cars, but they're just... Are they thick on the ground? <clears throat> for a, for an enthusiast car, they yeah. are. But it's like... Anybody who wants one can get one now. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can get a nice one for under twenty grand, And that's a car that originally cost quite a bit of money. That's, All right, now this is a motorcycle well, I was podcast. Gonna, I was going to bring it back full circle. And I know that a lot of times in the podcast, <laughs> we talk about the, the Honda GB500s. And the GB500 is a motorcycle that shouldn't be worth what it's worth. There's no way in the world you can tell me that a 500cc single-cylinder motorcycle that's loosely based on a dirt bike engine. Loosely? Exactly. Well, good point. Exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah. a dirt bike it's an XR500 right. motor. It's an XR500 yep. bike. In fact, the cylinder kit from the XR500 works on the GB. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's that's what it is. Sure and it that is one of those rare situations where it sh- I mean, its blue book value should be 1800 bucks, is what it should be. But I see people, I see those things popping all the time for six and seven grand, and people are stepping on each other to buy them. So, Jesus Christ, how valuable is that gas tank? How valuable is that frame? Because really, that's the only thing that makes that bike even not replicable in your own driveway. Is and who a, is recently did you tell no, me it's was... A four-stroke. Really? Yeah, it's a four-stroke. 500cc. Yeah. yeah. Who recently did you tell me was impressed that you own two of them? I can't, which one? Who to... 
Crawford Auto Museum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh. was uh, well, yeah, and that is uh, that's that was hey. a James May thing. Uh, James James May from the TV show Top Gear. When uh, I had a chance to meet with him, hang out for a minute, he one of the things he said was that he likes you know he likes old bikes and he features them pretty prominently on a lot of his TV shows and things like that. And he was saying that one of the bikes he'd always wanted to own was a Honda GB 500. And I said, oh well, I love mine. It's great. And he's like, oh, of course you got to be a dick and rub it in. And my wife loves hers, too. And I was like, and my wife loves hers, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take that, king of British television. Take that. Number one TV Number show one in the world. On the planet. On the planet. I, uh, yeah. I always point that out that, like... Envy my shitty single-cylinder motorcycles. <laughs> on my podcast, I always point Brat. out that everybody likes to think in their group of friends that they're just, like, the Top Gear guys yeah. and that everybody likes to think that they're Clarkson. But in reality, everyone yeah, is James May. Everyone is Absolutely. If you're the kind of guy who downloads automotive or motorcycle podcast, you are absolutely, you are absolutely James May. James May. And absolutely. you are nowhere near Hammond. Right. None of us are near Hammond. I have a feeling that that yeah, that in that particular group of friends, which of course we would all like like you said, we, we would love to put ourselves in that situation. That about twenty years ago, the budget for that operation just got so fucking astronomically huge that it I watch a lot of the YouTube stuff, and you see where people are going with it on some of the motorcycle shows and some of the car shows. And it's great because it's nice to see people doing shit on a tight budget. It really is nice to see that, like, low production value. And big fun on not much money. And usually, I would like to say, that's just about any time we go to an event that lets us have fire. (laughs) So if we go to any event ever, whatever the event is, the second somebody's like, well, it's okay if you guys have a fire over there. The fact that they've, they have identified the location where we are allowed to burn things means that we have been given carte blanche. We can fuck this place up <laughs> oh, as long as we fuck it up burnt. over there. And, and from that get, point on, mm. it's just like, where did this piece of illegal militia arsenal armament from the Mexican <laughs> army come from? And why did you just hand it to me with the fuse already lit, fucker? <laughs> what, is yeah. it, what is it with men and, uh, and homemade explosives? Because I tell my yeah. girlfriend stories about this. I grew up in a sub-rural area. You know, it was, it was the suburbs, but it was not like McMansion suburbs. No. It was, you know, we all lived in, in older homes. And... It's like North Ridgeville. Yeah. It's yeah, the same thing with women in yeah. shoes, man. Get over it. It's the same fucking thing. It's so an I, irrational I, fucking attraction. Yeah, so I talked to her right. about, like, the stuff that, like, my buddy's dad had, like, a little shop behind the house, and we'd go make, like, Napoleonic cannons, and we'd, we'd make all kinds of different, like, homemade explosives and stuff, and she looks at me like I'm, like, two <laughs> steps away from, like, a school shooter. No. And I'm like, no, I'm like, it's <clears> like... Plus, Dustin, by the Thank way. Thank you. I considered our garage of like a flammability testing lab. Yes. <laughs> if you like, can't, what would burn? We would just get out everything that would burn, spray a little bit, and light it up. We used to soak tennis balls in gasoline and kick them down the road because it would make an awesome fire trail. Yeah, if you can't blow it up or drive it or ride mm-hmm. it, if you can't blow it up or operate it, it belongs in the house. Hoffert, and then everything outside. i got to know fun. this because Hoffert's sitting there like the Special Forces Sports fucking Navy SEAL, just <laughs> keeping his mouth shut. Listening to a bunch of amateurs explain about the shit they blown up, and I have a feeling <laughs> as he takes it that if he'd him. open his fucking yap, that you'd lay some fucking schooling on us about how to blow something up. What's the worst and/or best thing you've ever blown up? Let's let's. No, I'm sorry. As a juvenile, mm. statute of limitations is long. Does it have to be like totally destroyed? Oh, I don't care if you just fucked it up a little bit, but if you wet your pants in the process, I want to know no, about it. No, my favorite thing that I did when I was in a junior high school, I used to make a nitrogen triiodide, which is a contact explosive. 
If you step on it, it you explodes. mean it's like a snap, like a snapping pop? Well, when it blows up, it makes like it takes your foot. It off. takes impact to to detonate. Bruce was oh. talking about this. It was like you have a, like an iodine solution, and you hang like a string in it, and it's it, ammonia and iodine crystals grow. Yeah, he was talking about these crystals. And when they're wet, they don't explode. But when they dry out, they explode. So I would make it in like study hall, right? Or like I just go to the lab and make it and throw it in the hallways. <laughs> and just throw it in the hallways as a liquid? As, no, as they were, the crystals were like soft crystals, and they would dry out by the time the bell okay. would ring. And when okay. people would walk down the hall, they would explode. So as and soon as their feet clouds of iodine would come. What? It was awesome. Okay, <laughs> fuck that. We have a side project. <laughs> Obtain two ingredients. Who can make it too? Yeah, it's easy to make. Okay, well, we're going to Mid Ohio, people. <laughs> we That's have true. a bus. Okay, so my favorite story. Was... Neither one of those ingredients is hard to get. Our bus is going to be like our Breaking Bad meth lab, but oh for gosh. this shit, we're going to have enough vehicles. We can make a little circle this sure. year. Yeah. If, if you bring the homemade, if, if I like I'm, it. I it, I'm inviting myself, yeah. I'll even bring my own car if I have <laughs> it's to. It's always better when you invite I just, yourself. Just, I, I like just ride on the bus. Powder. Yeah, all right. Flash powder. <laughs> flash powder is awesome. A younger so. version of Chris. My if favorite you... story is... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So my my favorite story is... Okay, so they were having this band concert, and the, the band director was awesome. Mr. Koken was the best teacher I've ever had. Well... Von Banken and Koken were the two best teachers, but he wanted pirate the off chance. Oh, okay, and, and they Koken listen to the podcast, so you got a name drop. Yeah. On the off chance they listen to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's that young little <laughs> Steve Hofford. Oh, I remember him. <laughs> so anyway, he wanted pyrotechnics at the band concert for the stage band. So I made a whole elaborate set of, of uh, blocks with flash powder and like uh, electronic igniters. Was this and, indoors? Yeah, indoors. Does white snake mean nothing? It's not white snake. Exactly what I just uh, thought of. Great white. Great white. I was I was going the same yeah. place you were going. Great white snake. The great white snake. Great white snake. <laughs> so, so he set up. I had these all these blocks set up with the flash pots and everything. Yeah. But they're all made out of wood. <laughs> because I was hoping they would burn. <laughs> oh, so you were going for a delay? I like was going for all. It was just I love. I mean. Well, so anyway, we loaded them, like, put ten times as much flash powder as you needed. Yeah. And just for the last song. <laughs> and so when they set them off, you couldn't see anything in the entire auditorium. It set off all the fire alarms. The fire department came. Everybody had a clue. <laughs> <laughs> so and they successful. were going to expel me from the school because you it. did what you were because I, told. I did what I was told and I and didn't he said I want a really big one for the end and you went yep. oh buddy you went <laughs> above and beyond and I, I did not rat him out I did not rat no, him out no you didn't rat him out you just did your fucking job and they just didn't you know what didn't appreciate it under promise and over deliver Steve <laughs> under promise and over deliver <laughs> If, That's my uh, motto, man. <laughs> if I can come to Mid Ohio and you guys bring the explosives, I will bring the sixty-five mile an hour radio controlled monster truck. Okay. Oh, you see, now that's a damn and good idea, right? As there. a launching platform. That's, that's a, a fantastic idea. idea. For we're going to jump mm. that over the fire. Okay. <laughs> we're going to set fire. up ramps and we're jumping no, your monster into the fire. <laughs> all I can think. No, the Chinese scooter's going to go into the fire. Well, that's electric, right? Oh yeah. That's electric. So it's a very quiet annoyance vehicle. All you hear is, well, here's the thing. It was very quiet when it was slower, and now it's a little louder because you hear gear noise because I was I was tired of liquefying gearboxes, so I had to go to Metal Gear instead of nylon. Well, Metal Gear Solid. As a child, I know that I would always envy the people that had the grasshopper remote control cars and everything. I have a limited edition grasshopper. Would you like to drive it? 
No. Oh. Oh. Once again, too old to give a fuck. I don't have anything, <laughs> I don't have anything right. to contribute, so I was hoping... Oh, well, 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to drive a grass. I'd love to break yeah. your gas-powered RC car. That'd be really cool. But <laughs> gas powers first. He was going to try and use that as a trade yeah. in on that's, the Gucci. That's right. all oh, yeah. that. When I grew up, this kid had an RC car. Uh-huh. He would RC put an 10. M80 on it. He would light the M80, and yeah. when a car was driving down the street, he would ride it down the street right underneath the car and blow it up underneath cars. See? Oh, and then he would like light his house stuff. on fire. That's he used to pour gasoline there, on his man. house and light his house on fire, and the guy was the biggest pyro ever. He, he went well, down yeah. to the beach. You said child or parent? No, he was a, uh, like an 18-year-old guy. That we used to just stand in front of his house. So and he, he was just like a pyromaniac, but not in a fun way. No, he was like a, an he actually was a fucking mental. Pyro, That's pyro. called a sociopath. Child, he would parent, go down to the beach and whatever. throw full cans of aerosol into like into the fire. beach fires and yeah. blow them up. And he lit on fire, and he was so proud because he was burnt from his knees to his neck. And he had just he would take off his shirt, and it was all scar tissue from yeah. his neck. To his knees. Yeah. What about and his dick? Did that include? Thank you. I don't know. He <laughs> we were all wondering. <laughs> no, but he was, looks like a little. <laughs> and he died <laughs> in a plane. And he died in a plane running dope from Columbia back. Really? Yeah. Really? That's like really fucking Colorful cool. Like I mean, I know that's terrible. Or wrong. It's totally illegal. You. But that's God like damn George miss, Young shit. There, you huh? You can't miss with the Hofford story. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Fuck the, the motorcycles. Yeah. Just talk to Hofford for a while. We don't need a podcast about anything about fucking, but opera shit is Coming to you this week with we, the Steve Hoffman. We have Hoffer a guy that's a regular so. guest to our podcast that actually works for one of like the big RC companies out in California, and we're not allowed to talk about RC cars on the podcast, because right. the room that I broadcast from, the whole side wall is shelves with everything that I've collected over. Well, no, it's like half the shit I've collected. Well, here's the thing. They're your cars. Right. Why can't you talk about... Your cars. My RC cars? Yeah. It's a good question. Because it'll never, ever oh. stop. I can talk about my Honda motorcycle. Because <laughs> it'll never about, stop. Well, I understand. Yeah, that, here's the thing. is, stop. If I had one it's episode where it was just me and John, the guy that works right. for the other And you RC could just nerd company, out on RC just, cars. So right. I'm just going to have to get him we on. We need to get Luke in here with... Yeah, oh yeah, he's fucking in The three of us. Oh, oh my God. I've sold stuff that I've owned overseas for like big, big money. Yeah. I've had a really good habit of getting into stuff right before it becomes collectible sure. and valuable. Uh, so I have the exact cool. opposite habit. Right. I sell, <laughs> I sell a 71 Ford Econoline rate van, and then two years later, rate vans become super popular. I would buy your van specifically to start another punk van, the tour. Well, in you can van. buy it. It's in Chicago right now. It probably still says Pride of Cleveland on the side of it. Nice. But what about yeah. the one in Mentor? Oh, that's Flat Black. That's Betty. Yeah, Betty. I don't know if she's actually... She's Whoa, not. She's not fun, rapey. She's actually terrifying, rapey. Like, like the seventy-one <laughs> yeah. thing was like a cross between Scooby Doo and like you know Woodstock. Yeah, kind of. I feel like if it's an older van, it's right. like a little charming. It's a little charming. Yeah, but if it's like a newer, it's something I could rent. All the raping yeah. happened a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just was like. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even smell the statute of limitations. It was on congenital that. rapey. It was just, yeah, it was, a, it was a generational thing. It was the, it was the van your parents got raped in. <laughs> <laughs> it smelled like pennies and bleach, but that was a long, <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago. Whereas the Betty, the van we have over there, you know, that's a two thousand and six. Extremely rapey account. It's a future rape van. It is a future rape van, right? You see that thing, and it needs you're just more thinking, mattress. 
What's that? It, needs it needs more, more mattress. mattress. It has a queen-size mattress inside. Well, a full-size mattress suspended from the ceiling. Oh, I haven't been in it in a while. When I was in it, it was really uncomfortable. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one you need. Yeah, that's a type one. Oh, the yeah, first, hell yeah. Yeah, that's the first Vorticon line. That's the one you need. No, I disagree. Because the mid-Ford... The 60, like, <clears throat> 7 through 71 or 2, the mid-Ford is yeah. the perfect kind of rapey van because it's still fun, and they were really drivable, other than mine is <laughs> three on the tree fun. and, like, you know, wrong with three on the tree. juice brakes. And, like, it just didn't do anything great, but it had 302 high compression in it, so it would pull the trailer real nice. You know, it'd get down the road consumed good. Out, consumed fuel really well. No, it actually got really good mileage because oh, it had it? tall gears. Oh, so right mine on. had Airplane. really, really tall gears right in on. it. And high compression engine. Is that the one that Brian put those headers on? Yeah, we yeah. did the we did the real nice, uh, real nice. I never saw that on one. It. The green one, right? The two tone green. Yeah, yeah I never saw green. that one. I saw really pictures. good van. I saw really pictures of it van. leaving Cleveland on. Yes, on the freeway. <laughs> the sad thing about that is, I sold that. It's almost Kawasaki colored for like shitty bike money, yeah, like yeah, yeah. four grand, and I had way more than that type of <laughs> and. Then I had that dopey little Kai truck, that little Mazda quarter cab, two, you know, five hundred and fifty cc twin cylinder Mazda motor in it, and that thing sold no. for forty five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Look at them. So go. how the fuck is it that a full size awesome van Porta? I'll, I'll distribute this goddamn scotch. Scotch, 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 scotch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like his point. How many fingers? You want three? No, because if you if you lay them sideways, it's two fingers. Do you, do you want do you want front or rear fingers? Right. That's one finger. <laughs> oh, did you see that sticker for minivans? Yeah, I, I shared that today. Two in the front and five in the back. <laughs> five in the rear. So the front, we're giving the V for victory symbol. In the back is just a fist. And the bottle of scotch is already two thirds gone. Hey, John. I have, uh, I have reached the you level kill of lack of situational uh, awareness uh, with my uh, drunkenness. Uh, Situational awareness. Yeah, yeah. The lack, the lack you're, you're, you're having uh, yeah. Meckelfresh level up. Yeah. See, we, uh, we've proven that Meckelfresh. You can is kill level. that fucking bottle. I've reached, yeah, I've you reached, can do it. I've reached I've Mustang fun, owner levels of drunkenness. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah Fox Body. Yeah, Fox okay. Body. Yeah, I'm Fox getting. Body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on the subject of okay, blowing exactly. things up, we, so, we yeah. were talking about like the most interesting thing or yeah, what, coolest thing you ever blew up. Well, I took part in it. It wasn't just me alone, but. Years ago, God, don't try to spread around the guilt. Yeah, own your shit, man. We're at a Fourth of July party at a friend of mine's house, and there was some construction going on across the street. So it was a porta potty out there. uh, His his hillbilly neighbor came over and gave us this firework that he called an M (laughs) one thousand. Here's the firework rules. Here's the rules of fireworks. Was it cylindrical? It was cylindrical. Okay, and. He I've, said I've that learned it, that the square ones are particularly loud. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he described this. He's, a, he's like, it's a third of the That's stick. nowhere near as good as Stranahan's. I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he described it as a third of a stick of dynamite. And, third of stick of and, and yeah. it was the size of a third of a, a stick, third of stick of dynamite. Okay, so yeah, understandably. <laughs> so he gave it to us. He's like, yeah, have fun with it. And we're passing around. We're like, what do you want to do with it? There's only one way you like, can There's a porta potty across the street. And we're drawing straws like, who gets to go do this? And we're like... You have a billion neighbors really stupid, right? He's like, oh, yeah, he's fucking dumb as a bag of hammers. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, hey, you know what? Take that, put it in that porta potty. And he's like, all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. we're like, like he's, money. he's not, yeah, I like money. <laughs> we're like, he's not going to do it. 
So uh. he, he runs across the street, lights it, chucks it in there. We're like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. So we think it's just going to be boom, and the door's going to fly open. Right. The fucking thing left the ground. Yeah. It was like, kaboom, about three feet off the ground, hit the ground, fell over, shit everywhere. We're like, oh, my and God. Everybody looked like Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> no, we stayed on the porch. <laughs> no, you're covered in blue yeah. jelly. Yeah. <laughs> I, worked at a, I worked at a Freightliner dealer in my young days down yeah. Richfield, down the suburbs. And uh, they had a very big back lot. They were a trailer dealer also. I mean, they had acres and acres, I think four and a half to five acres or whatever. A lot, a lot of land anyway. And uh, many barrels. Yeah. And uh, when we were bored as shit, we'd go out in the back lot. And I don't know for sure the quantity, but a quantity probably mostly the size of my fist of right. some kind of plastic type explosives was used <laughs> by one of the mechanics named Randy from West Virginia. Who come back from, from being down home <coughs> and on the whiskey all weekend. Right. I cut open a claymore last weekend. You know, let's wipe this off. <laughs> he launched a barrel probably honest honestly, no exaggeration, probably a hundred feet. Oh, wow. Hand. Whoa! Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I'm not like, even sure. I mean, it's like what? I'm like, is that like C4? Is like, no, no, it's something we make down in. It's something we make. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's called make. Roman fire. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Greek fire. I just remember when we were kids, like Fourth of July, we could get like a gross of M80s right. in a brown bag for about fifty bucks, like real M80s. Like, not the oh yeah, real ones they sell no, the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. and it would always start out with the 1970s and then throw it like far away. And then after drinking and lighting M80s, by the end of it, by M80 number 140-something, oh, yeah. yeah. it was like, light the M80, drop it, put your foot on top of it, and poof. Then those weren't real M80s. No, it was <laughs> definitely not real M80s. I, uh, I don't personally have any cool firework stories, but I have a cool story about why the whole side of my house that I sleep on has all new windows. Everybody's, you know, it's it's like in Boogie Nights. It's like uh, Mark Wahlberg said in Boogie Nights. Everybody's got one special thing. And my neighbor's once, well, he's got two special Giggity. things. But the first one special thing he it's has. It's not a giant penis. It's not a giant penis, but it's an ability to make fan fantastic fireworks. So he made really good fireworks. And apparently they were too good, and they went off before the guy got back to his truck. So this fellow was very badly injured in the driveway of my neighbor's house. Wait, wait. They went off before the guy got back to his truck. Was yes. this just so the transportation from the, the transportation from out of his so, house into the truck? It blew up. So carrying them, yes. Simply moving them from from where he made them to the, where he's going to transport them. Yeah, really. They blew up. Explosive. He's not good at making fireworks. That's true. No, he's yeah. the opposite. Of good. <laughs> like Everybody makes mistakes. Just some people's mistakes <laughs> cause it cause harm to other people. Yeah. So it blew out all the windows on that side of my Holy house, shit. and. Uh, that fellow went to jail for a few years, and he got out, and he decided he still wanted to make people happy, so I'm pretty sure yep, he sells yep. pot now. Shout out to Stumpy. <laughs> but it's great because, <laughs> my it's great because <laughs> I was really worried about keeping my nicer cars down there, but I realized oh, yeah. they're up at all hours of the night, and they keep yeah. an eye on the whole neighborhood, oh, yeah, so I'm yeah. like, nothing's going to happen to my shit. I can drive whatever I want. Well, it's really a good idea to make friends with the, with the sketchiest, most dangerous people on the block. Oh, yeah. Make super good friends with them. Hmm. Because, one, anything stolen in the neighborhood... They're the ones doing the stealing. You need to take a trip around the corner and right. like pass out some bottles. Oh, and I think stuff I might like need that. to. Yeah, like our new neighbors. Public relations. Yeah, so. public relations. Unfortunately, to the there's community. a lot of them. Yeah. The, uh, oh, hell, you just get a few <laughs> cases of Genesee and walk around. Hey. Have you seen the size of the high rise next to our building? Yeah. I'll yeah. bet you. I'll bet you. There's what. 
280 units, 300 that's, units. That's almost $20 worth of I didn't realize that's a That's CMHS. That's CMHS. Send the Colt 45 truck over there. Natty Light. It's a sketchathon. It is a sketchathon. Yeah, because there's there is no weirder ground than the weird between the ground between the front door of that place and the bus stop, 20 feet from where we're sitting. I was going to say, there's nothing like having the bus stop in Crow's proximity. It's just like, Well, remember when we were on West 25th Street, we had a bus stop in front of our house. In front of our shop, but where they would do is they would get off the bus stop, they'd get off the bus stop in front of West 25th Street in front of our store. They'd have to go all the way down there to St. Vincent's or whatever it was, <clears throat> Lutheran Medical Center, where they, you know they're getting their meds for the woo. And that's just what I say. The, the, the clinical name for what they had going on was woo. Got to get my script off. Right. Well, I mean, you need to sign that says no public restroom. Hey, our the, our no public restroom. That is the entry level game. <laughs> The entry-level game is pretending to figure out who's in here to buy things or who's in here to just shoplift. Yeah. You know, industrial-scale shoplifting. You, gotta keep you all need a sign small, that says, Keep all your smalls <coughs> under lock and key. Beware of big, horny dog. I'm thinking... Uh, <laughs> I sent you that text. That's what Peggy and I talked I protect, about. I love this property protected Renee by pit bull dogs, just a dog. <laughs> I mean, There could be a dog right here, right now. Yeah, we could be like, I, hey, it's fine. I'm, I'm a total... I've, and his name would be Scooter. I've been wanting... <laughs> no, 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 no. His name will be Harley. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, you guys do Harleys? Well, our dog's called Harley. When you've got a dog, you call it Harley. We've got a Harley. Right there he is. We're going to dog name a cootsie. Mm. Harley, I've got because a, the people that the people who the people who don't get the joke will think it's cool, right? If you name the dog Harley; it works both ways. Yeah, but Stella would work too. Stella does work. Stella, right. Stella. Stella. Right. <laughs> well, the old joke was I'm going to name the dog Stains. Just name the dog, and I'll, I'll bite your ass. So I can go out the front door okay. and go, "Come, Stains." Okay, David, <laughs> <laughs> okay, David Allen, come. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure your dad listened to him too. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> Spent a lot of time listening to Dave Allen Co. Yeah. The uh, yeah, it's just one of those. Uh, I want to talk about since we're reminiscing motorcycles, man. What was your number? Oh yeah, one? we do number fuck around one. with motorcycles once in a while, don't we? I, I want to know. Throw back explosives. Did you good. see my throwback yeah. Thursday picture? Oh, no, that man, was me. It's more fun around. That was explosives. a 1978 Honda CB750K. Nice. 100% perfectly bone stock. And Lovingly a, restored by yours truly. And a 900 custom a beautiful material. bike. CB, was, that bike, yeah. that 1981 Honda CB750 custom. Oh, that was a 750? Yep, CB750. That's what it was. No, they were uh, pegged. Pegged. Pegged is what pegged, we call it. Right, right. You folded it over and then you folded it up. You folded it tight and then you rolled no, it up. Not the one you were riding. Phil. One your dad was riding. My dad was riding a 1981 Honda CB750 custom. Oh, okay. I crashed that bike while I got hit by a car on that bike. Less than two weeks after that picture was taken. Wow. I got a pin in my wrist, three broken bones in my hand, my other hand, and broke my clavicle. Ugh. Not an easy bone to break. No. Yeah, I went over the hood of a car because Lady Blue a red, uh, stop sign on my street where I lived in Willoughby, not 150 feet from my own house. Oh, my God. Got hit by a car. She hit me hard, and I went right into the hood, right up onto the hood, through the uh, driver's wind- windshield, busted the driver's windshield in. Hmm. and then pick the bike up because it was pissing gas everywhere. And if you do happen to look at that picture, you'll notice that both of those motorcycles are perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the last time I ever put the time and effort into making anything perfect. Because it is, it is fleeting. 
You know, it is you, fleeting. You go to all the trouble of making something you perfect. You don't see the picture because you don't have the Facebook. Somebody hits it with a car. I have nice yours, was, uh, yours was brown, was it not? Mine is black. They made it Well, color. it was after he got hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was blue. Was just blue to video. fuck up. It was, uh, <laughs> no, mine was black. And my black one was the Honda so there paint was blood on the stool. that was black, but it had an orange and a gold pinstripe. Oh it really God. looked good. I was, was, I was jealous cool. of you when I was a fetus in the picture. <laughs> 78 on a CD70K. Wow. You were Born still swinging from us. ball to ball trying not to become a... Oh my God! Standing on the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that was '78. No, no, the bike was a '78. Oh, the picture was taken in 1990. Okay, yeah. So I was, uh, I was, I was still in the testicle. That's, that's so <laughs> no, I was, I was, I was a late '88 baby. Oh, you're a late '88 baby. So yeah, a late '88. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, some shit went down on uh, on St. Patty's Day. I agree. It usually does. School. It's a cool picture. Very cool. '87. The but yeah, that picture. But what was your so Johnny Mappafresh? What, what was your a number one first motorcycle? And by motorcycle, I must clarify, it must have two wheels. Oh yeah, a motor. Yep. And you have to actually own it. I owned it. Okay. I bought a 1972 Suzuki TS250 that had been thoroughly thrashed, <laughs> did not run, had spokes missing. For the princely sum, for my buddy of fifty dollars, fifty nice. bucks. Damn! Yeah. Wow. What kind of a what kind of a neighborhood did you grow up in? Well, I lived in sort of I lived in what would be considered the city, but less than like three blocks from my house is where the woods started and then went into a hill. And you the city of what? North Apollo, Steel Town. <clears throat> One, not Ooh. a city. Apollo, Pennsylvania. Not a city. Not no, a city. You have to clarify for people who are listening. That's not a fucking city. No, it's it's a steel town. It's a steel town. I mean, it's legitimately, it's a wide spot in the road yeah. that has steel, like steel mills. Most in. notably for yeah. the, uh, the m- most notable thing about North Apollo would probably be that the Israeli unclaimed nuclear program probably came out of our hometown because there was a big nuclear fuel rod plant right in the middle. Of so there was a town. steel mill was the biggest industry. Wait, wait, wait. They're making Nuclear <clears throat> fuel rods. The rad count on the houses after they tore this the rod plant down, after they tore all that down, and ten feet of dirt and boxed it all up and hauled it away. <laughs> Shipped it off to. They did the rad count on all the houses in the whole neighborhood, yeah. and it was five thousand times the allowable limit. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy Whoops. fuck! Then in the Parks Township, which is twenty miles away from, uh, like. On down the river. Alexander. I mean, this is like we're talking about Vulcanvania, where that's like there's been an underground fire burning for 900 years. But that right. explains his third eye. <laughs> they tried that down there. That's the part township thing. They tried to, the Army Corps of Engineers came in to try to dig it up because they knew that back in the 60s, whenever they were doing all this shit, yeah. that they actually had open pit nuclear dumping. So it was take a bulldozer, yeah. make a pit. Yeah. Dunk the nuclear and let <laughs> ground let ground do its job. So they oh came in. God. They were the plan was to dump it and up and, and contain it. Oh my god! What Home of the three across was unexpected <laughs> nuclear material. Well, of course, meaning that the material that was in that yeah. was weapons grade plutonium. Sure, that was ready to reach critical mass and and go. Oh well, I mean, because you were ready to have a nuclear meltdown with no reactor. Nuclear waste is never good. Right, it's it's just varying different degrees of fucked. Yeah, but some of yeah. it's bad. Yeah, some of it's worse than others. The uh, Pripyat, the town outside mm-hmm. of Chernobyl, yeah. which we just yeah. reached the 30th anniversary of. We have the amusement park. 
Yes. Yeah. That's so depressing. Because um, nobody ever got to use it. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, they built that amusement park for like a May Day festival. Yeah. And the um, the accident happened in April. So if you go to explore Pripyat, yeah. um, which is the town that, you know, the people lived in. So Pretty basically top. the equivalent of your town. Top Gear went there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, there's just a... Uh, before Top Gear went, this woman from Russia rode through there on her motorcycle. A year old? No, it wasn't a Ural. It was like a Kawasaki. Yeah, you know why it wasn't a Ural? Because <laughs> it wasn't made. She wanted it. to get the fuck out of you. Chernobyl. <laughs> you don't go to Chernobyl. Goddamn Ural. I don't, I don't know what happened to her, but she they had a they had a web page yeah. on her riding through all this taking pictures. She was the first person to ride through the entire area and uh, photo document yeah. the whole, entire <clears> area on her motorcycle. Zero fucks given. I would not go to that place. Today, if they said green light, it's okay, good. I won't drive through Love Canal in fucking New York. There's places that if I'm going to do a motorcycle trip, and they're like, oh, well, you're going to run along the Niagara River there and go through Love Canal. Fuck you. No way. I'm not taking my chances. Are you kidding me? Interestingly enough, my brother's going to be going into the hospital sometime in the next week or so. Did he have his 17th testicle removed? No, he's going to have a double lobectomy of his right lung because he has cancer. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Your death brother? Man. In his defense, he does smoke a lot. Oh, you're right. He's never smoked in tobacco. <laughs> he is one of those people that does prove that you can smoke an inordinate amount of weed. Yeah, he's a he's a bit of a professional when it comes to smoking. Weed. What I was going to get at is they did that. There was there's a forest. Yeah, but there's a small. No, they dumped there's, there's nuclear. A, they dumped waste. nuclear waste in there, and then and then plowed over it, mm. and then and then the forest grew there, and there's all these trees that grow there, and every time you got to be really careful. You can't t- cut the trees down. When the wind blows, it's like the most radioactive place. Like, at this point, the town itself was highly irradiated yeah. when the reactor blew. Yeah. But there's, like, wildlife thriving there. Yeah. There's catfish there that are giant. And it's not giant because of the radiation. They're giant fish because, giant because there's no predators. Because there's no predators. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, Mother Nature has really taken over Pripyat and started reclaiming it. But I think one the best area thing that could have in it. Parks Township is that they just forgot that that ever existed right. and stayed the hell away from it. And yeah. Did whatever they could to keep the runoff from going into the river, you know. And that's the area where you scampered around in your fucking Suzuki I mean, motorbike. Yeah, I would. I yeah. mean, I remember when we were kids, we'd wade in the river and we'd be up to our knees in shit mud and stuff. And they came in and dredged all that out. Ha! Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. yeah but, I mean, here I am. Here you are. I didn't right. I, I didn't know. I'd say. I don't have knee cancer. One of the most interesting and people that, people that I enjoy. Well, what I could say is the TS250, <laughs> the best thing about it was the $50 price. $50 every, is amazing. Everything else about it was trap, tra- but I took the back wheel apart, and I found some spokes, and I put some folks in it, and I took the carb off, and I cleaned This was my first motion. I'd yeah. never done any of this before, but I worked all through it by myself. Oh, yeah. How old were you when you did that? I was probably... Uh, 13, 14. And you relaced a wheel. I relaced a wheel. Yeah, it dealt with the stupid freaking... Uh... <laughs> The, the the clamps that go in the inside of the wheels, dirt bike wheels. No, and the fucking rim locks. Rim locks. Yeah, rim locks. Yeah. I couldn't think of the bead locks. Fucking rim locks, man. Go with those. Put the thing, and then clean the carburetor. Nah, 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 nah. Finally got the fucking thing running. Then the clutch yeah. was burnt out. So I'd run it. I couldn't. I couldn't hit it. So then I finally just said, "Fuck it." I didn't have any money to buy right. a clutch. So I took the thing, took the clutch packs apart, took put washers on it. 
And that was enough to give me a little bit of clutch. And then nice. I ended up just taking the springs out yeah. and bolted the clutch back solid. Solid. <laughs> and I solid. rode that thing for <laughs> a good two years. Bump no no clutch. Yeah. I'd push it a little bit, <laughs> yeah. jump on it. <laughs> Bump start. Yeah. Yeah. This is the way they do it at the speedway. Yeah. <laughs> you get really good at riding a bike when you don't have a clutch anymore. The, the, you get crazy good at riding a bike. The coup de grace of riding that bike without a clutch was down at down at the Allegheny River, riding around, you know, playing it. There was a kid on a YZ80, and I was I had a 250. Fuck yeah. Look at your little YZ80. I got him. And I was right. blowing him away, and then I'd let him get ahead of me, and then I'd blow him away. We got down to where the old man who owned the bait store would come out with a baseball bat and try to take your head off. And I, I like, slowed it way down. <laughs> slowed way down, slowed way down. And I was like, rah, rah. And then I went, and I turned around. I was going to buzz past him again. Well, yeah, you're going to fly by. Try to, try to dust him and everything, and then I stalled it. Oh, I was like, oh, oh shit, oh dun, shit. Dun, dun, dun. I was like, I was like, Ugh. But I just managed to like push it over a little bank and then bam, jam it back in gear and, yeah. and sprayed him. And, and <laughs> it was all about whack. Your story should have, you should have gone last. You should have gone counterclockwise. And, and it had a leak between the transmission, so it would suck. The, all the, the all the oil in the transmission yeah. would turn to like gray pudding. Yeah. Because... The two-stroke with it, it would, it would just blow, and it, it would blow so much. Smoke. Oh, sure it did. It was like just yeah, because all your so transmission much. oil was <laughs> literally oil, oil dripping out the pipe. I'd have to change. You know, one hour of ride time meant a new plug or cleaning the plug up and yeah. everything. That's a you know what? That's a quality uh, first motorcycle. But I rode the shit that's out. That's the of way it. it should be done. <laughs> and I had a helmet that, that my I got the, the helmet that I had was a helmet that was at my brother's house that somebody had puked in. <laughs> Nobody wanted. And I tore the liner out of it and rinsed it out because my parents wouldn't let me ride it without a helmet. Oh. I'm like, ah, I got a helmet. The so puke cute, helmet. Man. When you're fucking kids, man, you'll, you'll, you will, you'll suffer all I wanted a motorcycle bad enough to do just about anything to make it happen. Yeah, hell yeah. Dustin, what's your first bike? Puke uh, <clears throat> I was about 11 years old. I think it was my 11th birthday. Uh, my folks... You know, we didn't have a whole lot of money, so they got me a motorcycle for 100 bucks off of a guy that my stepfather worked with at NASA. It's a 1973 Yamaha DT70. Yeah. Two-stroke. And just like what he's saying, yeah. arguably one of the greatest beginner bikes ever because it's, it's fantastic. has three moving parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, was, it was excellent. <laughs> one being the rider. Yeah. I rode Pretty the much. shit out of the back. Uh, fortunately, at the time when I got it, we lived in an area where directly behind my house yeah. was a big field. That, uh, that there doesn't was a, sound like unfortunately. That sounds like fortunately. That, that's what I said. Oh. Did I say unfortunately? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe I, was, I just heard unfortunately. I meant to say fortunately. Did you have a name for it? Mine was called Satan's Bitch. My buddy had no, actually I didn't have a name. painted that. Uh, your bike guy. was called Satan's Bitch. It was called Satan's Bitch. Bitch. It was painted on the tank, and he drew a little devil whipping you the middle finger. Fucking awesome. Wow. <laughs> how, how old were you? We were like 13, 14. I mean, Fucking coolest 14 Not old enough ever. to drive because that's how I lost that bike. Was I was giving my girlfriend a ride down the street. Down the street. And I got pulled over with no license, no insurance, no nothing. They should have let you go on then my technicality because you were being fucked. My dad then sold the motherfucker for 300 bucks and kept the money. <gasps> oh, I have a similar story with, with how mine is. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, I got that bike and uh, my stepfather was a Harley guy and you know, yeah. just wanted me to get in a motorcycle so he sure. bought me this bike. You know, I thought it was like Wow, you know, to me at the time, I was like, my God, my parents spent $100 on me. This is amazing. It's a big deal. I you know? didn't think they loved me. All right. Yeah, you know, and he taught me how to ride and shift and everything just in our yard. And then, you know, when I was getting a little more adventurous and could take off, through the woods behind my house was a big open field. And the property was owned by 
a company on the corner of uh, Center Ridge and Dover Center in Westlake called uh, Sours Tractor. Yeah, Sours Tractor. Yeah, it's now White Lawnmower it's or something Lawnmower like that. Now. Yeah. Um, but they owned that property, and the kid had one of the three-wheeler ATVs. Mm-hmm. So he had carved out a whole motocross course in Neat. this field. I mean, he probably had one of his dad's guys come out with a, you know, bobcat. With a bobcat. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, they had banks and everything. Nice. So I wasn't allowed to do it, no. but it was attached to my property, so I would do it. Come on. They'd chase me out of there every now and then. I'd just wing down the path to my house. and But then I found another area way down the street where I had to, I had to push the bike because, you know, my parents were like, you can't ride that on the street. No. So if you want to go down there to ride, you have to push it. So I would push it like a half a mile to this other path to go back in these other woods. And back in those woods, there was like abandoned cars from the 50s. And it was like an awesome, like, I was ADV exploring before you know, <laughs> before it was a thing, you know, when I was 11 years old. No, that but, was just called being 11 back yeah. then. And the whole idea of adventure riding is a new thing. Yeah. It's, it's what we used to call being 11. Right. Yeah. And uh, you'd go awful places, strange places, on inadequate equipment, and you'd have an adventure. Yeah, there was a third. And now you need a $23,000 BMW to do that. Exactly. There was a third <laughs> spot that I would have to push the bike about a mile to. To go hook up with my friend that lived in Bay, <laughs> yeah. who had a, a Honda, he had a monkey. Yeah. Well, and first we, of all, the story there where you said, I have to push my bike a mile, just tells me how exactly non-ghetto you are. Because in my neighborhood, if there was pushing involved, no. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll admit, I rode it part of it. We rode when I, when I could get away with riding it, I did. just occasionally put a foot down. If, if, I, if I got somewhere where it was very public, I would hop off, and I'd kill it, and I'd push. No, we're pushing it. My neighbors probably wanted to kill me because my bike, first of all, if I thought it was too many neighbors around, I yeah. would just sit in the garage and run the thing. Ring, really? ring, 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 oh, ring, God. ring. Oh, God. And then, like, when I was testing the clutch, I'd, like, push it backwards and then kick it in the gear and be like, <laughs> and do a burnout in the garage. And I'd back it up and be like, Rah! And let's then see, take why it out, did your clutch I, go bad? Then, well, then, I, then I'd take it out. You were systematically and, making it better. Then I would like, sneak it. I'd, re- I'd take it out in the alley, and I would sit there and do a donut on the gravel yeah. alley. <laughs> two strokes. I think it should be a rule that every 13-year-old, by law, should have to have a two-stroke. It makes you a better person, goddammit. Um, at the Allegheny River, there was railroad tracks, and beside it was a road. Yeah. And then the road was just a, you know, like a black cinder kind of road. Right. And it would get big puddles, mm-hmm. and the puddles would wash out. So it was just a, a constant whoop-de-doo. Just whoops. For 20 miles of railroad tracks. Nice. And you you get it up to speed, and you get it, like, wide open in fifth gear, and then you drop in, and you just be like, what? 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 That was the third spot I was going to talk about where I had to push the bike about a mile to get to, push slash ride, <coughs> was uh, the service road that went across the railroad tracks no. towards the old Westlake dump, which is now a bunch of baseball fields and businesses right. and yeah. stuff. It's that whole Clemens Road area. Yeah. That was dump. a fucking garbage dump. Wow. And we would go ride back there, me and my friend. Still under there. <laughs> it's still <laughs> there. I assure you, they right. didn't You know, away. the amount of fucking tubes yeah. coming out of the ground to let you know yeah. there's something down there's there. There's something down there. Light them up. You know, but we'd go down there and ride. And, and as far as you're like, what was the best and worst thing about it, yeah. I, was, I, I can't tell you. The best thing about it was I was 11 years old and had, had a fucking bike, motorcycle. Man. You had a fucking bike. You're the worst thing about it was bike. when I couldn't make it run and I had to have my stepfather help me with it. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't want that bike back. No, I, I want that DT250. The DT70 back so bad, but of course now that I've, I'm bigger, right. uh, we decided that I should probably have a DT250 because <laughs> they make one, yeah. and and I actually <laughs> fixed one for a guy. I got it running and going, 
that was the exact same color, right. looked exactly like the bike I had as a kid, but was adult size. You'd have to have them. Oh, nice. You'd have and to have the baby. it blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I still, today, still dream about riding that motorcycle. Yeah. I have wow. dreams about it all the time that I found it and it's in my dad's garage and I'm working on it. Really? Yeah, and I always get it running mm. in the dream and I always go out and for some reason, even though I can't wheelie for shit, right. all I do are wheelies on it. Yeah. And in my dreams, I am amazing at wheelies. Oh, I'm yeah. like drinking yeah. a coffee, I wheeling dream wheelies. Right. Hey, all right. <laughs> yeah. Is that, like the, is that like the Dustin <laughs> Elliott equivalent of a sex dream? <laughs> well, no, I have those too. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Did you, did you Mine wake, usually involve mountains of white underwear? powder, garden hoses, and strippers. But hey. <laughs> so, what was your first Mini bike? bikes are cool too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first bike, Crow? Oh, first bona fide actual motorcycle that wasn't like a like a mini bike or something was. A, no, you, you can't go bona fide. We all went mini bikes. No, no, no. As long as you paid for it. No. What was your first piston? You can go mini bike. No, no, no. My as long first, as you paid for it. No, no. Yeah. The first one that like I bought with my money, I bought at a yard sale. Yeah. In North Royalton, my parents moved to North Royalton. Paid, I think, twenty bucks for. Mm-hmm. Was a Hodaka. What? I'm not sure what kind. I think it was probably an Ace 100 when it yeah, was new. Ace 100, yeah. And when I got it, it had an orange tank. Too big to be a dirt squirt. Yeah, it, it yeah. was. It was a big. Uh, it was. It was the medium wheel. It was. It wasn't uh, the medium wheel. Yeah, 12 inch wheels. No, bigger. It was oh, the, really? the yeah. 17 or 18 or whatever they were. But you weren't a small kid. No, it wasn't a wombat. It was way smaller than a road toad. I had a road toad later in life. I think it was an Ace 100 when it was done. I'm going to tell you, Hodaka may have captured It wasn't a chrome spirit. tank bike. It was no. an orange tank. It may have captured blue frame, the spirit of fun 100cc, best engine, 98cc, 0.98. Yeah, they never took themselves seriously. Um, yeah. Transmission made of something in between butter and no, mayonnaise, probably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was not, not a strong I bought transmission. The, and I think that's the first, to me, put it this way. This is why this bike really... I'd rather tell this story than a mini bike story. Yeah. I bought the thing, it wasn't running, and I think my father probably thought, oh, this will occupy him for a while. Right. And I went up to the mower shop and got a set of points that was close. Yeah. And a new condenser. Yeah. And I figured out the spark plug lead was kind of kind of iffy, so I got a, a, a cap, you know, a spark yeah. plug cap, and just some, some basic pieces and got it running in an afternoon. And my yeah. dad was just so fucking proud. Yeah. That's awesome. He was like, I can't believe you got it running. I'm proud yeah. of you right it's, now. You know? And I booked around a backyard <laughs> at, at, you know, Mach point zero 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 three. You're giving me Woody. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure the neighbors wanted to fucking just choke the oh, little shit like, out of me you, because yeah. I wore... After 9,000 laps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is the same house I live in now. The, 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 yeah. the, the lot's an acre. Yeah. And 100 foot wide. And the area I was riding was 100 foot wide and probably... <laughs> Probably 140, 150 feet deep, just like a rectangle. Nine thousand laps. And, and I a, wore, I wore a fucking. There's still a ridge in that. I, I oh, mow sure. the, I mow the lawn today, and I'm like, I know what that's from. I know what that's from. That's from the Hodaka. That was my first course too. Actually, you see, before adventuring out from the yard, like an old little bike like that, or a little quad runner or something, and you look at the tire. It looks pretty decent, but then you look at the tires and they're bald. No, they look like eggs. And you're like, yeah. you know, this that thing has, has given just been some r- fun. Somebody's ridden the shit yeah. out of this little thing. So, Hofford, what was your first bike? The first bike I had a title for. Oh, I oh you're gonna get technical. Oh boy, was the XL500R. 
Holy shit! Jesus Jeez. Christ! Wow. Way to just, my like, way to just wake up and five hundred. Yeah, that like, was a handful yeah. with a big sprocket. Oh, yeah. Way to wake Everybody... up and just go right to the space program. Well, I had a <laughs> <laughs> fuck had you, a... Earth. I'm leaving. I had a bunch of like <laughs> a bunch of like hand me downs yeah. and friends bikes and everything, yeah. and I rode a, a, a cow one seventy five enduro yeah. that my uh, chemistry professor let me let me. Just ride around. Okay. But he because he felt good that you didn't turn right. him in for blowing shit <laughs> yeah. up at school? No, that was the different case. This guy was really contest. cool, you know. But I, oh, I did is, a lot of stuff. This is the one that made the acid for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, but so anyway, he had an XL500S. Yeah. Right. And I happened to see an XL500R on like trading. Back trading then, times. that's yeah. all you could yeah, buy. Well, you know, you had to go trading times. The real way to buy a vehicle. So, yeah. so I bought this XL 500R. Because everything you need to know See, is in black and white print yeah. and a picture that's one inch by three quarters of an inch. <laughs> in black and white. Well, that was the <laughs> Craigslist of your. Uh, so. The trading times was really, Australia. that was like, mm. there's danger ahead. Like, you'll, like you got Alexa. You couldn't I, get I, I, I worse so. information yeah. than 88 words. And the world's worst letters, picture, right? Idiot yeah, letters. idiot letters. And the world's worst picture in the trading times. And people paid good money to be in there. Like, oh, they hounded you when you called them. It's like, well, the whole deal was remember that you, you didn't pay until you sold. Right. The ad was free, but you had to pay when they sold. So they would always yeah. call you and be like, "Mr. Waters, do you still have the 1971 Honda CB350?" And be like, "Yeah, sure do, man. She'll still got it. That's cool. Can I come out and see it? Of course, you can come out and see it. Absolutely." On the second Tuesday of next week, my address is five 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 Fifth Street. You know, whatever. And we would just never say that it sold. And then eventually, they'd be like, "Okay, we're taking the ad out." So you never paid your twenty eight bucks, right. whatever it was. And it was expensive too. Well, if you sold it, you sold it, was it expensive. Was expensive. If you were the one person on the planet that admitted you sold your <laughs> shit, <laughs> then you had to pay the penalty of being that, stupid. That was the flawed business model of yeah. the trading times. No, they're still in business, and they're called Cycle Trader, and they're a multi-billion-dollar company. Cycle they Trader. They became Cycle Trader. Trader Sucks. online. Well, well, then they'd be Auto Trader too. All, all, it's any, all of them. anything yeah. Trader. You got it. That, that bike. Took me through high school. Yeah. Took me through college. I rode that thing to college almost every day. Wow. Because it was free parking. Free parking. Oh, oh for bikes. Yeah, nice. And I think you and I grew up very close. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Euclid, and you. I were grew up in Wycliffe. Yeah. So, yeah. I used to take that bike up to remember where like Zare was. We spent both of our lives running away from black people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there were there was like right along night. And right there goes our black. No, my parents had my dad had me completely terrified. Yep. Yeah. Both of them. You know where 9271 is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And right That's along there, yeah. uh, there's a, there was like a Kmart up. You're not alone. Remember on Euclid yeah. Avenue, there's yeah. that Kmart? Oh, yeah. Well, you could take, there's a trail that goes back. Oh, yeah, up. that's my, we know that trail real well. Right. Because if you start in Wycliffe and you go by where Telsia Shiva is. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. I know the trail you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, that, that, that's that trail. So we used to Sunday trail ride Sunday. back in there. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, we can get on the go. But it's really, <laughs> but it's really I weird. The Telsia Shiva ride. Uh, yeah, the Telsia Shiva ride is good, yeah. But there's, Anyone like, who's there's foundations with no houses. There's bridges that go. Nah, there's bridges that there's no right. road to these bridges. You go yeah, back in there, there's wild. a bridge. That's my whole neighborhood growing up. That's Isn't I would, yeah, but it's totally odd. And there's these dudes the that would hang out there with I these huge beards. They're called 
Hasidic Jews. Oh, I thought they were gnomes. <laughs> no, they're called Hasidic Jews. It's Tel Shiva. It's a goddamn. It's a. It's a. I thought they were gnomes. Okay. They wore black suits with big curly hair. Come on. Really, there are gnomes. I think the gnomes are not actually real. Well, I figured you know there's a bridge, and there's a dude standing there with this big beard. I thought it was a gnome. Nope, it was. No, he'd be a troll. (laughs) There was a bridge. Oh, true. That's a troll. But I know where you're talking about is where we used to ride when we were kids. I mean, that was my patch. That growing up, that was my area. But I never wanted to get rid of that bike. That was the it was the perfect wheelie machine. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like I was going to say, what's the so. first? What's the first thing that happened when you let one of your buddies ride it? Fuck that shit. He flipped it over and yeah. dumped it. Boom. Yeah. Same thing happened with yeah. my XT500. Like, he came back and he, he, he rode my man, bike. Anybody who jumped on that bike and was like, yeah. okay, cool, run, 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 right over, you go right over on that thing, right on their ass. The guy time. took my bike out and he was like ginger when he left. When he came back, he had blood <laughs> running down the side of his face because he flipped it over. I'm like, you fucking ass. At least he brought it back yeah. to you. That was at least nice of him. There's nothing oh, like the shit. Harley guy who was like, let me take your bike for a ride. I'm like, no, nah, I don't nah, think this bike is for you. Nah, you've been drinking. Nah, really, I don't want you to. Come on, let me take it for a ride. I'm like, whatever. I only got 200 bucks in it. Right. He jumps on, he's out of sight, comes back, freaking, uh, my brake lever's bent, he's all freaking road rash down oh, the left God. side. Mm. That thing's a little squirrely. <laughs> it's not squirrely at all. It's, my dad thought it would be a good of... idea to buy my mom a Honda Elite 80, no, I'm sorry, a Honda Aero 80 scooter. It's a two-stroke. <clears throat> oh, shit. And they're peppy yeah. as fuck. I mean, they're mm-hmm. peppy as fuck. He bought one for her, cheap as chips, like, you know, perfect shape, whatever. But those 80cc two-strokes giddy up. And so my mom, who's a big, fat, heavy person, right, she gets on this thing in my backyard, and we are, like, he got to drive by my house the other day. Yeah. Our lots were, like, the legally the smallest lot allowed by law. And so in the backyard, we had enough room that I we're could We're actually put, sitting in it right now. Right. It's like... We had enough room in the backyard that you could put two cars side by side in the driveway, and that was as big as the garage, right? And so the area of the garage was smaller than the so area of the driveway. So where did you... What? On Robert Street, north of Tracks and Wycliffe. Yeah. North of the Tracks. North of the Tracks. Yeah. The the um, The good part. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Yeah. North of the Tracks, where the houses are smaller and closer together, and less encumbered by zoning. <laughs> yeah. Have you but, seen the movie Sixteen Candles? We all right? could. We could There's run north of the Tracks, south of the Tracks. We could have a chicken coop or something. No, we didn't have. A ch- we had a dog pen that blew up. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah, a lot of people had rabbit pens back. Oh, well, I had rabbit hutches, yeah. You did have rabbit hutches, hutches. absolutely. Yeah, oh, guys, so did we. Yeah. But my mom got on this thing in the backyard, and, you know, because we had big dogs, because you did back then, big dogs. We had six-foot-tall chain-link fences on both sides of our yard. And my mom tried to fit her entire body and an, an Arrow 80 through a chain-link fence. <laughs> <laughs> and she hit it like it was a giant cheese grater with maximum ferocity. And my mom just got on this bike and whiskey throttled it hard. There's there's something about twist and go. It, twist and go is all well and good until you fucking twi- twist and until, gone. Until you twist and gone. Twist and gone. <laughs> I watched my mom's face. The woman who raised me just go sheer panic. <clears throat> like she went from like, okay, I'm doing this begrudgingly because my husband wants me to ride something. She choked up on the throttle. And she choked up on the bat hard. And then when the bike started to rear, then of course her body went backwards. Her wrist went this way. And and then just every color of ape shit happened at the same time. <laughs> and it hit the fence. And I was like, man, I hit the fence in my shitty home-built go-kart in the same spot. 
because it's like the back the back area is just too small to turn a vehicle in. Like I bounced a lot of cars up against a fence at that spot, illegally moving them in the middle of the night at twelve, you know, twelve years old. <coughs> and mom hit that thing just super duper hard, and she hit it, and like it was bad. It was one of those scenes where you're like, I think Dad just killed mom with a moped. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is how it ends. And yeah, they we went and picked my mom up off the ground, and, and like a good, you know. Eerie PA Sicilian. She was like, I'm okay, I'm fine, it's okay, it's great, that's cool. I'm gonna go make food for everybody. (laughs) She went inside and made sauce. I'm gonna go back to what I'm good at. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna make food for 40 people. She fucked it up, man. She Mm, fucked the whole thing. That was an intentional good segue. Oh, because my first bike and (laughs) only bike so far that has had a title was a 1985 blue Honda Aero 80, which is the same bike used, ridden by the protagonist in the. Award-winning film, Jesus Christ, Vampire Hunter. Vampire Hunter. No <laughs> I had a blue 85 yeah. Honda Arrow 80. I bought it from a guy. Uh, his whole yeah. house smelled like pot, and he yeah. bought it from a guy who rode it 80 miles on uh, Put-In Bay. <laughs> or is, uh, Which is around Put-In Bay. Or, or is my boss's way to Four Island. Steve has turned into the Scotch drunk. And, uh, <laughs> that's because the Arrow 80 is like a 50cc frame with an 80cc engine in it. Well, they're all 50cc frames because <laughs> Honda. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, even, mean, the, even I, the 125 uh, four-strokes going yeah, to CCC. I just got. I, I don't even have my motorcycle license yet. I it's just not got Stranahan. Everything well, technically I do. you do. Uh, technically, I do. Yeah, but I just well, got it. But this was a few years ago. <laughs> I, I bought the scooter in December because it seems like every it. year around the new year I buy something yeah, yeah. with a motor on it. Yeah. And that year, you know, money wasn't as oh, good, so no. instead of buying a car, I bought a scooter because I wanted to get on two wheels. Because you had to go somewhere. I had to, and I bought it and I rode it around my yard a few times. I'm like, this thing's fast as shit. I'm terrified of it. Two-stroke 80s, uh, they, they, believe it or not, you're going to love this. Because they made, and not for a small outlet, they made a Honda Arrow 125. Holy shit. Which is, I've ridden them. They go <coughs> damn near 70 miles an hour. <laughs> and they have that same Robotron Transformers front wheels, like all the casts. Yeah. Like for the Devo commercial. The De- oh, man. Devos oh, were news. on... Yeah. Devos were on graphed out gauges, CH150 deluxes yeah, with like pop up headlights. Yeah, that was what Devo was on. Gray Slick was on, and Adamant was on. Devo. When Honda had Honda had an amazing marketing campaign, which was take all the people off of MTV and put them on scooters. Mm-hmm. Billy Idol was on scooters. Mm-hmm. They were all on scooters. Yeah, I, I appreciate the Devo thing. I'm an Acronite now, so oh, yeah. I very much it's appreciate the Devo oh, yeah. thing. I actually oh played in a band with uh, the cousin of all the guys from Devo. No shit. Yeah. Where's so, Billy Idol right now? I've said that a couple times because I kind of like I like Billy Idol when I was in high school. Yeah. And he's just gone. No, he's no, still he's alive. Not, no, 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 he's still around. He's still, he's still around. He does. Yeah. I think he does like VH1. Or the last I heard of him, he was on like he was presenting some I, VH1 recently. Thing? I don't know. I heard hiding our hair. <laughs> God damn it, man! Use your Google. So, so anyways, I, I rode this sorry. around my yard a couple. Sorry, yeah, I rode this, rode this around my yard a couple times. I was terrified of it. I'd never been on, okay. you know, on a Point on the road it. before. So I traded it to a friend of mine, my my financial planner. Actually, he was going to let his girlfriend ride you it. You have a fucking financial planner? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he gave him a goddamn Elite eighty or Arrow eighty. I sold I sold him an Arrow eight. I sold him an Arrow eighty for one hundred and fifty dollars yeah. and a right. bunch of RX seven parts. And he invested that for you. Uh, no, he did not. But <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you how that financial planner works. <laughs> he gave it to his girlfriend that he'd right. been with yeah. 
forever. That's how I, I mean, like to say I'm a gynecologist. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, like, he passed a Series 7 and everything. He's like the I real deal. You. I believe you believe that. He gives me he gives me really good advice that and I ignore, and that's why I'm in the place I am now. I like it. Like so, I said, amateur gynecologist. So, uh, so he gave it to his girlfriend. They broke up, like, two months later. And her I'm a gynecologist. Her new boyfriend was riding the Aero 80 that the he bought for her. Yeah. That she was letting her boy, and he destroyed it. I mean, this thing was mint. I paid six hundred bucks for it, but it was in like perfect shape. It was beautiful. It was like it was too confused. This whole story is too confusing. Just <laughs> <laughs> went right off the rails. <laughs> what were we talking about? We we're talking about the first motorcycle you ever had and paid for. Right. What did I do? Uh, I had a series of. This would be a good way to wrap up. Easy, because yes, we are at that time. Yeah, but did he already? So, so Phil gets no, the last one. Really like, what? 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 <laughs> Technically, because we said you well, know you paid for it, it was yours. We had a kid down the street. You've been to my street now. Yeah. Uh, we had a kid that was in the second smallest house on the street, Bobby Miller. His parents, they were they were uh, dirt farmers. Uh, no, they, they were... <laughs> dirt farmers. No, they were, they were cosmetically, hygienically challenged, right? And they lived, a few of them, in a very, very tiny house, like an impossibly tiny house. Ugly and dirty. But they were, I mean, like, that kid just got shit on in high in school because he was dirty and grubby and filthy but that kid was a fucking mechanical savant and that kid's <clears throat> dad was a mechanic and that kid and me would go garbage pick anything in the neighborhood that had wheels or a motor and believe it or not there were gasoline powered washing machines uh, what i've seen yep. i have garbage and not now. four stroke no no two, two stroke. stroke yeah i have garbage picked <clears throat> gasoline powered Washing machine, nutrition era. Nothing yep. like all your electric. clothes smelling like two-stroke yep. oil. And we, <laughs> that's better than what that's they the smell coolest like shit I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. That is you know, a there man's was a washing girl machine. like that, and I often thought she had a good body. I should have been choosing. <laughs> a girl was a gasoline-powered washing no, machine. No, so loud. He's talking about his local, <laughs> his local dirt bag. But oh. like this, this kid and me and a couple of the kids in the neighborhood, we would get together and we Support would... Support your local dirt bag. We would... We garbage pick the shit out of everything. Like, we oh, garbage fuck, no, I garbage pick everything. I love and, like, garbage I would garbage pick, pick my neighbor's stuff that I would garbage pick <laughs> with and stuff that he would reject and kick to the curb. I'd be like, second round, right? But a lot of my toys were garbage pick toys and, you know, a lot of my vehicles were garbage pick vehicles. And if we got a riding lawnmower, we were in tall cotton because a riding lawnmower oh. is just a go-kart with a high seat. I, will not well, I, I, I can't even begin to tell you what the shenanigans we had. With we got a horizontal shaft riding motor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Horizontal yeah. shaft. Horizontal shaft motor, and you're fucking in. Gold. Five to one. Yep. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Five vertical shaft Briggses. No to come shots. None of that crap. Pure Briggses. Briggses only. Briggs and Stratton's yeah, only. No to come shots. If you had a vertical. Yeah. If you If you had. Five vertical shaft Briggs, at least three horse. You take them down to the scrap lot, and they would give you one horizontal shaft Briggs. Because they knew we wanted them for our go-karts and mini bikes. And when we say like we had a go-kart or a mini bike, we had 50 go-karts and mini bikes. Because this was 1982, and all the mini bikes from 1969 were being thrown in the trash. And, and they had got a five horsepower Briggs, that oh. was gold. Uh, I can't tell you how many things I've run. Apparently, the greatest invention in the world is a cement mixer motor. Because a horizontal <laughs> shaft, eight and a half horsepower, Briggs and Strat wow. cement mixer motor with a... What's the gearing on that? A million. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I had so we both an know. atomic clutch. 
And an atomic clutch that we learned worked really good on the five horse, we could put it onto the eight and a half horse. We, we put it on the eight and a half horse, and that thing would pull any of us. If I said we both know a guy yeah. who has a dual engine Briggs and Stratton, mm-hmm. where it's two horizontal shaft Briggs and Stratton, you that guy, chained together yeah. and timed at 180, yeah, 180 degrees, degrees offset yeah. in a mini bike yeah. that has a title, a right. street legal a street title. Legal title. Yeah. Who would you think that guy would be? There could only be one. <clears throat> well, yeah. John McElfresh. Bruce Gordon. Bruce Gordon. Be, yeah. Yeah. Bruce yeah, that was, yeah, that was his bike. I Bruce Gordon or Larry Newberry, one of the two. But uh, I gave him the second. He had a blown-up motor. I gave him the second one. I'm like, please put this together and put a license plate on well, it and write it on any street after you can. all the shenanigans of ever growing up and being around those kinds of shits, like, like that kind of crap, that kind of just junk with a pull start. Was the way I defined my child. We'll do anything to get a motor underneath us. Yeah, Fuck but, yeah. But oh, you yeah. know what? When it, it wasn't junk when you were a kid. No, no. It, it was, was highly prized. Oh, my God. It was like yeah. worth more than right. anything else that you could Oh, we were arc get. welding. Like, we were doing stick welding. Do you want to be the kid 12 years old out there riding around and having fun and laughing? <laughs> or do you want to be the, the kid standing hair. there watching? <laughs> yeah, the best part was the cops would chase you everywhere. The cops <laughs> The best part was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you straight away. Love- there have been a great number of times where I have outrun them, and my, my friends who fell off the bike or didn't make it through the chain link fence, like that kind of thing. Like I've hit four foot chain link fences at 30 miles an hour, standing on the seat, knowing full well that that meant the bike stopped at the fence, and the worst thing I was gonna have to do was go to get another bike. Like that was it. But Ooh, my first best. bike I paid for was in, when I lived in Germany in the Army. Now, when I say that, I lived in Germany as in the Army. You have to remember this was 1987, <clears throat> and I was 18 years old. So I was a new wave punk rocker living in Germany in the 80s. I think I've heard this story. Being paid by one. Uncle Sam. And Square I wanted... Big, round hole. Oh, I wanted nothing more than a BMW motorcycle. Like, I figured, I'm going to Germany. I must embrace all that is German. I'm going to marry a German woman, drink German beer, eat German food, speak the German language, and drive a German motorcycle. Not a bad strategy. Really. You did all yeah. I did all of them. Yeah. I checked no, all yeah. I, I bought a German car, too. And I had all of the things, and I went and bought a uh, 1969 BMW R69 US. Oh, an insanely man. collectible, insanely from? rare. From Stu... From, well, <clears throat> his name isn't actually Stosh. I called him Stosh. Stosh the but there was a breaker. breaker. Yeah, it's a breaker shard. It's a, it's a salvage story. yard. And I went in there and I walked in and I said, I have money and I would like to buy a German motorcycle. I want to buy a BMW motorcycle. He had 40 or 50 <laughs> shitbox motorcycles lined up. And we talked about it. We discussed it. And it cost me $1,000 and a bottle of Jack Daniels. <clears throat> you need to drink that. that Don't be a bitch. Drink that. <laughs> <laughs> That was the sound of the gauntlet landing. <laughs> Don't drink it all because I want some more. The uh, uh, the doers is almost gone. That's when Steve oh, gets look ugly. At that. Two weeks ago, I will. We're gonna have to go <laughs> eat after this because I'm not <laughs> driving 50 me. miles home. I, I do remember the for the podcast. I'm not going. I'm going home. Cameron is 2.7 percent body fat. <laughs> Okay. He yeah. is uh, Secret Service material probably. He, he is. He probably yes, he is. I, I was a lot more before I got a desk job. I was 130 pounds and 5'10 before Holy I got a desk f- job. Fuck. Damn. Emmy, Emmy is 130 pounds. He's an Ephronopian. It's that crack whore metabolism. I'm like 165 now. I look in the mirror, I'm like, I feel fat. My See, I'm, 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 I'm your, the, I'm your height, and I'm 175. Shit, I'm 230. I did look over at you to see... 
Oh, oh I did. Oh, I gave it the complete like fuck you oh, all. My precious. My precious. I'm sorry about that. I, you know what? The only reason I let you drink it without any contest is because I knew liquor. that you were having fun with it. My and I would never get in the way of a good time. Really smooth. Never get in the way of a good time. That, that was fucking smooth. epic. So, yeah, so I got a BMW when I lived in Germany. I loved it. I crashed it 437 times. (laughs) Uh, Tell us more about your first, about the girl. No, 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 no. Actually, my first girlfriend, (laughs) the first real girlfriend I had in Germany was was, was from Texas. I think she was from Dallas, Texas. She was a Portuguese (laughs) dude. And her name was Dusty. I'm not going to give her last name out because it's a pie. Hey, no, no, fuck it. Her last name was Dusty. Her name was Dusty Pofall. But she was a gorgeous blonde. Don't get any ideas, man. Gorgeous blonde from Texas. (laughs) No, she was American. She was a foreign exchange student living with the girl I eventually married. Oh, it tasted like Wiener Schnitzel. (laughs) It tasted like like Texas. It tasted like some dude named Wiener's Wiener Schnitzel. Dude, I had a 66 Volkswagen Beetle. I had a 69... Fucking BMW motorcycle. I was living a pretty good life for an 18 year old. Fuck yeah. Anyway, yeah. you slice it, I was making $723 a month. Living off base or on base? I don't oh, know. I lived off base. Yeah, adjusted, like good. Adjusted for 1989 <laughs> That's, That's like right. Because I remember the no. stories of You're running to me. I am now. No, I was not. Fucking before <laughs> I was alive. I remember I the was, stories of running to make morning. Uh, your rent, <laughs> your food, all your shit was paid for. No, because I had an off base. I had an off post apartment. Dumbass. That I was paying for out of pocket because I didn't want to be on base anymore. Yeah. So I wanted to get off base because I hated being around American GIs. So like freedom was going to cost you, dude. They would go to the the freaking the 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 NCO club and stuff like that. The NCO club. They'd go and it was like it was seriously what you were talking about earlier. It was like ding 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 cowboy boot bullshit. Like because that's what that's what American servicemen do when they go to other places is they live on post. They don't explore the world around them. They like hang around other people just like them. I can't uh, imagine. And they like ring ding ding ding. Yeah, they do. I don't give a fuck. John, they'll ship your truck from America to the to Germany for free? I know. And these, the Germans fucking love that shit. These they assholes money for would it. drive around in F one fifties on post like, because you couldn't take them onto the German economy because the bitches were too wide. When I so went there's like, an exchange student. <laughs> We were at a beer festival or whatever, yeah. and the big joke was there was these servicemen yeah. in their five zero Mustang, yeah, and they couldn't sure get were. out of the freaking <clears throat> parking field right. because yeah. it was all this horsepower and no traction, no hookup, no hookup, yeah, couldn't no hook nothing. it up no matter. Yeah, no, that was like the game. And like, my all the, my host host parent yeah. was driving his Pistot station wagon front wheel drive. I was like <coughs> <coughs> laughing at the Americans. Americans are. Just I had a fucking I had a car called it nineteen eighty. <clears throat> You'll love this. I'm like, I'm happy. I'm drinking beer at 16. 80. No. It was sold in America as a Fox. Oh, God. So I had a 1980 Audi A Sport. That was like like the classy Mark 1. Audi A Sport. Crank back roof. Two door. Yeah. Four hole speeds. I had a rev that had one of those. Crank back moonroofs are awesome, man. I still love crankback moonroofs to this day. My 66 crankback moonroof and a goddamn reverse gear you couldn't find. He's <laughs> added like yeah. 20 times. Yeah, Bavaria has one. The, oh, does it? Yeah. Nice. Fucking crankback moonroofs. Ginger ale. Now they're not the you shit. had the boots. They're always broken because they have yeah. like, like plastic like drive gear. I've had better luck with oh, electric. Well, oh, I've done I've I've done Japanese cars a lot longer than German cars. I can't even taste the boots. I can't speak for that. God. All right. Well, that was a hell of a stunning podcast. Yeah. You, as far as podcasts, time to wrap it up. A lot of them. <laughs> I have, we should wrap it up. <clears throat> Go ahead. Oh, 
God. I really you know what? We're kind of... We're, the, the table at this point, I'd say, uh. is pretty equally fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin okay. called Cameron a bitch. Did you see that? We're about to go plaid. I'm the know. most sober one here! <laughs> for like four weeks in a row! Yes! Well, then. We've all got that was a good. strong high five. You know what? It's because we're not at my house. <laughs> really? <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys are playing Rochambeau over there. Like, seriously. <laughs> I'm gonna need a Johnny Chrome just throws up a solid, a solid fist bump. Like we're gonna, we're gonna pound rocks, and Dustin just throws up covers paper. it with paper. Paper, <laughs> paper beats rocks. Come on, white man. He's yeah. a white boy. I know how to play. Well, we want full white boy high five. I know how this game goes. I have to start you, throwing. I don't know if you saw this they make yet. motorcycles. I know they make motorcycles. We're off. Dynamite. Quote unquote motorcycles. They have a motorcycle. It's a sportster. That has kind of kind of been made to look like a cafe racer. Has anybody else seen this? Blah, 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 blah. What? And is what new? is it? What is it called? The the uh, I I saw it like today. Okay, they make a million different sportsters. Well, yeah, sportster? There's but the it's Super got like a little low, seat with a bump stop on it. The 48. No, the 48. The, nah, 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 the nah, Iron 883. Look, no, the Iron. You know what? We're just gonna have to see this for the next podcast. We're gonna have to do some research. When we know the right name and everything, I saw it. It should be called the XLC. It's, oh. It should be called Tribute the XLCR. The, that's that's great, two. That is a great. Tribute to the cafe, right? huh? It should be called. That's the, the conversation XLC- we had last XLCR. night. XLCR. It's been long enough. Yep, yep. Technically speaking, this bike when well, it's late seventies. Okay, Harley oh, Davidson. You question whether it has a rec- <laughs> whether that's a Harley with a Reca kit or it's but it's actually a stock. Here, I'm going to give you my early review. Go ahead. Let me do. Let me give you my early review. Having never seen it. Having never seen it. Don't never seen a review whatsoever. I'm going to say, whatever they've built, just buy any Sportster for the past 20 years and put a Rika kit on it. It'll be better. Yeah. Because you know the other one was made. (laughs) (laughs) This this is what I'm going to say, because I know Milwaukee is listening to your podcast, because you have the best motorcycle podcast. Sure. Apparently. Oh, wait, shit, i got to read the email. (laughs) The bike actually does look kind of nice. So, I'm a hipster, I'm hipster scum, and my girlfriend told me... That, uh, <laughs> you're not, you're not Thanks, you're buddy. a friend. So I appreciate it. Well, I'm a hipster, and my girlfriend told shoes, me that the newest Harley yeah, 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 okay. the the uh, I'm with the plaid with the solid cover. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is <laughs> nice. So, uh, so my girlfriend Age told me the uh, the newest Harley that I'm allowed to ride home before she breaks up with me is a bowling ball era Harley, which means that my dream Harley, the XLCR, is totally fair game. It's bowling ball. Okay, Give me a time. Uh, we are at one hour and 21 minutes. Excellent. Good. We can wrap this up. Okay. Because all the best podcasts, podcasts are 90 minutes. Oh, really? Including the Camden Tub Podcast, available on the Hooniverse Podcast Network every Friday at 10 a.m. So says Eastern the people, the guy that has to render these. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have to do the Here post-production. We go. Hey, Phil. First, let me preface this email with a disclaimer. I'm a little drunk. Good. Good, Good. Good for you. Fucking hey, are we all? My name is Keith Martinson, and I am an army soldier serving in Korea. He's in Korea right Korea now. Korea, right I'm now. To sip on that. Take a second and think about that. This guy's girl. That's the first thing that comes to mind. A, sa- a staff sergeant in the U.S. Army in Korea right at the moment. So he's been have, in the service too long. Well, come on, dude. He's next to Korea. It's awesome. I have been here almost two years, which have been unequivocally the most frustrating, stressful, painful, and brain-grating years of my life. Oh, shit. I cannot wait to get home. 
Come bit to of, Cleveland when he gets home and a, visit us. A bit of history. My that. service began in 1990 where I served in the Gulf War in the Marine Corps in 1970. In 1997, I got out. I went to college, got married, got divorced, got several shitty jobs, joined the National Guard, deployed to Iraq where I had, you guessed it, a shitty job, came home, traveled, got, drumroll please, a shitty job, and finally enlisted. Full-time in the Army. No, I am not in a shitty job. I am a combat medic and served in Afghanistan proudly and absolutely love what I do. We need this guy on our team. Okay, right. <clears throat> Better to have him in the tent pissing out than outside pissing in. Okay. <laughs> I got a whole story about that. We'll go, go on. <laughs> yeah. Next podcast. Except for the bullshit of running a health clinic with 135 employees. Save it for the restaurant. My current position, no bueno... So, in June, I shall return to the States and will embark on a 45-day journey to 48 contiguous states and Alaska. And Ohio. Well, we are one of the 48 contiguous. <clears throat> the fuck is a contiguous? They're hooked together. <laughs> Make sure you hit Cleveland Motor on Friday. Here is the issue. I think that will be continuous. But are you ready for the issue? We are. Uh, I own five motorcycles. Oh. Okay. They are listed below. <sighs> Problem is, they Which will remain in storage. Are you ready for the list? Yes, yep. the list? Do you need the list? 2010 BMW K1300 GT. Okay. Ooh, no problem. Problem. Wolf. 2004 Kawasaki Ninja 250. Okay. Yeah, okay. Stay home. 85 Honda Elite 150. Debo Delicious. Yes. Debo Unkillable. I love those. Sounds 80, like he's got freedom of choice, Phil. That's what you got. <laughs> hey. 81 Honda CX500C. Oof. Probably oh, still wow. Do the trip on that. Not the C. 79 Honda XL250 dirt bike. Yeah, I can stay home. And nineteen seventy two Honda C L two fifty. This guy is like what I would he's be got, if wait, I was in a huge disappointment. Well, he's like in this. the army. Wait, he's, <laughs> in the wait. <laughs> he's in the army. He's stationed in Korea. <laughs> I was the man <laughs> my father no, wanted his me garage, to be. Garage, my garage. His garage is my garage. Seventy two C L two fifty. His garage is a fraction of your garage. I'm not yeah, calling bullshit. I love your brother. A fraction of his bikes. There's maybe a little bit of wait ambiguity in that. There we go. It can't. Yeah. The 1972 can't be a CL250. It has to be an empty guy 250. who's going to be like, oh, it can't possibly be. Wait, you're good here, I'm sorry. If it's a 1972 Honda, it must I'm not, in it has room. to be an empty 250, not a CL650. Maybe he hit a two instead of a three. Maybe it was a typo. He got his seals in All his right. Hold on. The, the, the last three uh, completely. Uh, let's go back to the fucking thing. Let's go back to the. And the scotch is gone. And the, thank you, Jesse. Now, just because I know Brad and Jason won't listen this far, yeah. this is more fun than any episode okay. of Camel Tub has ever fucking. Well had. then. All right. Are you just ready? Fucked yep. you in the ass, okay. Brad and Jason. Sure. Problem is, no crosstalk. Problem is, they will remain in storage until I sign in off of said 45 days of glorious beard growing, road traveling, etc., alcohol indulgent, indulgent g- days. So it is, the bikes, wait, let me correct. The bikes are all in storage right yeah, now. No crosstalk. Every one of those. The only, the only one that will start is bikes. the BMW. So he has all these bikes, but they been in storage for three years. are not coming out of storage until after he does the. Here we go. Yes. It is a challenge to ride a motorcycle through 49 states without a motorcycle. 
No, I'm going to read that again. It is a challenge. Hold on. Wait for it. It gets better. (laughs) It is a challenge to ride a motorcycle through 49 states without a motorcycle. So that means he's not going to get access to these bikes until after he takes his trip. I'm willing to donate a 1981 CM200T Twin Star. (laughs) (laughs) I have a delicious VT500 Shadow, or 750, that you can find in John's garage. If you are willing, I have a lot of options available. What hits me straight in the face is to purchase the F800 ST you have on your floor. Blue. You know the, hey. blue, the blue F800 yeah. SD. Well, that's a good, that's that's a good solid bike. I'm going to tell sure. you, for five grand, you can't choice. get a better touring bike. I like how you look around good. here like it's here. And no, it's, it's here. It is. It's adventure. No, oh, no, it is at the other You wheeled it out right. to get my parents' bike out, which is another fucking story. Yeah, it's a good story. Oh, my parents fucking gaslit That's how me. we're going to get you back. That's it. They did gaslight it. Okay. <laughs> that was fucking great. <laughs> okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. I've spent considerable time on this machine, and it is glorious. Yes, I own a K1300 GT, but I do not love this motorcycle. It is terrible in low gear and low speeds. At 130 miles per hour, this thing rides like glass, but it is an all-around bike the F800 rules. It does everything right. If you want to eat the miles on the open road at the top speed, then the 1300 GT is your steed. But spending two days on the Dragon with my 1300 GT and Ninja 250, truth be told, I had way more fun on the Ninja. Honestly, of course, yeah. On the dragon. dragon. Like Hell yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, we're with you, man. We're you would have had more fun on a Testify, brother. Testify. Well, the dragon's all about nimble. Not so here is the big. bottom line and an end to my intoxicated rambling. I like this guy already. He's going to wrap it up. Rory. And he's going to tell you he's going to wrap it up. Before he shoots? <laughs> G-pattern, man. G-pattern. G-pattern where it's at. I am 43 years old and have a gift for reading people. Even though voice... Even through voice-only conversations, and apparently reading is fundamental and I've been drinking too much scotch. (laughs) Even through voice-only conversations, you are an honest man. (laughs) I'm sorry. Come on, Phil, you're an honest oh, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Only because I have a shitty memory. I'm going to lie, you got to have a good memory. Okay. I need your advice. If you direct me to purchase the F800 ST in your shop, I will drop $1,000 to you post-haste. With the rest coming once I move my funds around. Now we'll gladly pay you Tuesday. <laughs> if you right, have another option, if you have another option, like getting a sweet Motoguzzi or dropping some oh. coin on a sweet... 1981 Honda GL100, GL1000. <clears throat> Let me know. I jest. Because he listens to the podcast. He knows we don't find old Goldwings entertaining. Uh, right. The carbs are. Well, we all know why we don't do old Goldwings around here. Uh, I jest, but I'm really open to suggestions. Not about the Gucci, but about the Goldwing. <laughs> I return to the States around June 21st and will thus begin my journey. Oh, one more thing. Regardless of our transaction, I would love to at least sit in on your podcast. That is another goal of mine. Bad life choices. <laughs> but he's more than welcome to. To sit, more than, yeah, to sit in on my favorite podcast, Cleveland Moto being number one. Hopefully I can get the pace, Cafe Racer, and Motorcycles and Misfits too. If you read this all the way through, thank you. Even if you don't get back to me, I really appreciate your podcast. You all sound like a great bunch of dudes, and I hope to meet you in a couple of months. Staff Sergeant Keith Marty Martinson, Army Medical Home, NCOIC, that means non-commissioned officer in charge, Camp Humphreys, Korea. My Army email is uh, something I'm not going to read out loud. But he has uh, a bunch of cool motorcycles. And uh, here's what I'm going to say to uh, Marty, to Staff Sergeant Marty. Uh, One, 
that BMW F800 ST is probably the best put together. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, that's a sweet It part. has every option that you would ever spend too much money on, and some damn fool already spent all the money to put them on it, and now he's selling the motorcycle for less than it's worth. It's got a mad sad windshield, which is, yeah. I would say, the best. I've ridden it. Get, yeah. That's I've the blue it, one at ours. The blue one. Yeah. And I've ridden it. I'm six foot one, and I've ridden the bike from here to there at 100 plus, and that windshield is the best windshield. with. And not only is it a mad sad, but it's got a, a laminar lip on it. So, like, it makes a perfect hole in the wind. Right, it's got the expandable bags. bags are awesome. genius. Yeah. Way. Like, are, that's something that should be on all motorcycles, expandable bags. <clears throat> the Rika kit's better. That is a Rika kit. No. Nope. That's, no, that's the Sportster that's with a Rika kit on it. That's the Roadster. The that's the Harley the stock. No, that's they a Rika kit. call it a Roadster? That's a Rika kit. If you buy that and you don't buy the Rika kit, you're a damned fool who likes financing. Uh, buy the Rika kit. I mean, that's fine. I mean... Good, more power to them for building something. You know, they that used that awful. name the in eighty or eighty one. The Roadster, yeah. yeah, and it wasn't it anything wasn't like that. that. No, let's talk more about I the love, staff sergeant. No, the staff sergeant. So here's the staff sergeant. You got me. Yeah. I'm interested in meeting this guy. He I'll, seems to be a very interesting dude, and the fact that he's at Cap Humphreys, which is a hardship post. What a hardship post is? They have like an inordinate number of suicides there because you're in North Korea. I mean, South Korea. You're. You're at one of the Which most... Which 20 feet away from North You're at one of the most challenging posts that you can be in the United States Army, which I had thought back in the day when I was in the military, they limited... Are you officially at war? Because there was never really an There's armistice. There's never been an armistice ever. So you're, you're still technically at war. At yeah. war. Yeah, I agree. You're guarding a hot border. And they do occasionally find mines in there that people are planting in the middle of the night. And there's tunnels and the... All kinds of problems. are assholes. It's a hardship post... Back in when I was in, you weren't allowed to be stationed there for more than like a year or two or something. They, they had rules about Camp Humphreys. But anyway, more power to him for one, being a Marine Corps and seeing the light of day and becoming uh, an Army medic. Never been in the service, but I'll say hoorah. Well, good for him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And he's got a bunch of cool bikes. And it's almost like he's a fucking troll because he did mention five bikes that would produce five different boners in this room. Yeah. So like, it's almost like he's playing us or he's inside our head. Three of them on Steve. I think this might. <laughs> I think this might be somebody from the real nerds of the chase, fucking with our podcast. Oh, man, uh, <laughs> he's, he's playing. If he's, if he's that, if he's but Staff that Sergeant Martin, Marty Martinson, if you're legit and you're the deal, you are more than welcome to come and join us. And on your uh, on your pilgrimage, I happen to notice the dates of your pilgrimage are when there is a thing happening called Mid Ohio. And you can sleep on my mother-in-law's couch. Well, and not only that, <laughs> but when she's you're going to be here, uh, who's got she's some power, somebody pick up a thumb-powered device and look up the dates for this year's Mid-Ohio and it's maybe the days. July 8th, 9th, and 10th or something really? like that weekend. It's the earlier weekend. Let's get a confirmation. I will ride. No, it's, that's, that's confirmed. That's confirmed? In fact, if you want to pre-order your tickets okay. and get them cheap, Today is the day to do it because May first yeah. is when the or the one it goes up. Okay. So today we should do that so we get spots for the buses. Think, <laughs> are the last two days we're did I tell you I got my well, money? Your camping is one hundred dollars and a weekend pass is fifty dollars. Really? So, but then it goes up to one hundred and twenty, and okay. I think sixty-five right. or something. Well, here's the on game. Monday, Marty, if you're listening, keep in mind that uh, Liza from Motorcycles and Misfits. And knock. 
from Motorcycles and Misfits are going to come to Cleveland to go to Mid Ohio AMA Vintage Days with God us. Damn it! So we'll have some celebrities. We'll have some awesome <laughs> other people that we're going to loan motorcycles to. He doesn't call them celebrities. July eighth through tenth. These are my friends that are July eighth through tenth. July eighth through tenth, twenty sixteen. Make sure you're in Cleveland. Go to the goddamn event with us, AMA Vintage Days. There will be at least one bus, at least two RVs. There'll mm. be drunken shenanigans. Can we call them guest stars? We can call them guest stars. Fuck yeah, we gotta go. Guest stars. I like that. Term. We'll watch motorcycles race. We'll watch sidecars race. I'm not gonna have a booth, so we can just roam around and be assholes. And I, I guarantee you, I will ride with him. Guest yeah. stars for a few days. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Boobies. So if he's yeah. coming into town, yeah. if he's yeah. here, right. and he's on, on this yeah. podcast, I will ride with oh, him yeah. for a few days. Yeah, so. and if you don't mind passing cars at 1.1 mile per hour over the speed limit, you can ride with Steve Hoffert. I will ride faster <laughs> for you. I will ride at your speed. I'm teasing. <laughs> Just, um, that was a little shout out to Chris Smith, like who's not here today. I'm allowed to be on the podcast because yes. my parents bought a scooter that cost 40 times more than my first car. Dude, so your, parents, like <laughs> your parents came into my shop and bought not just a scooter, they bought the motherfucking it's scooter. Fucking pony they up. bought huh? the they scooter bought the most expensive that says scooter. bad motherfucker on it. Yeah. Like they literally came in and showed up and were like, well, we want to buy a scooter. And they looked at all the it's scooters. It's the Samuel L. Jackson. And they bought the GTV. GTV. Yeah. Like, short of buying. Short of buying the 946. <laughs> <laughs> Did you show them a picture of the 946? His dad asked about it. His dad asked about it. And I was like, do you want a $10,000 150cc scooter? He goes, I just want to know if you had one. Here's, his dad's here's why, the here's why he wants the 946. Is because he wanted the reverse negative the side negative <laughs> I'm going to go smoke have cigarettes. No, we're going to go smoke cigarettes, too. We're going to wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, burn this up. So remember, guys, on that, please drive fast and take chances. Pop. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba,